you must understand what is the earning power of your current database or the people who want to sign up who is completely new to you. What would you make them say yes to you? So all the Facebook Live that I've done, all the free content within the Facebook group or even on social media, allow them to say yes to me. And that is key. This is The Fighting Entrepreneur, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to change the world. Learn how to start, build, and scale a business in today's highly competitive business environment. Here's your host, The Fighting Entrepreneur, Anik Singhal. What's up, you crazy fighting entrepreneurs? Guess who it is? Your favorite person in the whole wide world, Anik Singhal, back with another episode of The Fighting Entrepreneur. And today, I've got Superwoman. That's right. We literally found Superwoman. I went around the world and I found her and she's on this episode. Um, you know, I say it as a joke, but seriously, uh, the woman we're interviewing today has achieved so much in so many different areas that it's absolutely inspiring. It's one thing to see someone who's achieved a lot in one thing, right? And that's, of course, incredibly impressive. But when you find someone who can reach the top of their field in nine fields, then you know it's not luck. You know, it's not the field, you know, it's not specific talent or specific knowledge. It's just the person like they're just that good. And today what we're going to do is grill her on one very specific topic that I found to be very exciting about her. But you know, most of our time, most of the time we don't do stories with our guests. This time I do want to do story because her experience is so vast. She's done so many things. I want to hear from that. But before we go there, learn.com, L-U-R-N.com. Are you a member or not? We are now over 410,000 members as of the time that I'm filming this. So you got to join because this revolution of entrepreneurs has started. You're either going to be a part of it or we're going to walk right by you. So go to L-U-R-N.com. There's amazing community there. There's amazing features, amazing courses, new things coming out every single month. So make sure you join anonicpodcast.com for all your binging needs. All right, onikapodcast.com. There's so many amazing guests that come on and teach, you know, selfishly speaking, me what to do. And then you get to listen in on that and learn from it as well. And today is no different. So today I'm going to ask our guest to give me a free consultation. And I'm going to ask her to help me build a 100,000 person network of copywriters. Now, a lot of you know that this is the year I've been slowly sliding into the copywriting community. I've been releasing programs, coaching, training. I have a mentorship program coming out. I have a mastermind coming out. And I'm very interested in really serving this community at a higher level. And we've already started building a community, uh, you know, but there's people in there. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel the love. I don't feel like we've really made it and connected. So today's consultation is just going to be really, really powerful for me. Um, so our guest today... Her name is Janisha Alura. Okay. Now here's the deal. She's from Singapore. How do I know that? Because she was actually Miss Singapore. And so you've got Miss Singapore title. Then she goes and creates a retail cafe brand, offline business, sells it, exits to a public company. Then apparently that wasn't enough success for her. So she decides to come online. And guess what? Now this is her God knows what number of venture even in that one, her first year, she makes a million dollars. And from there, she's grown and gone on to teach so many people to bring, them, to bring their businesses on the internet. And she found her real heart, her true passion, and she's gone on to build a network of over 200,000 business women, entrepreneur, uh, female entrepreneurs and leaders 
right? And this is her passion. She's done some incredible things. I am so, so impressed, but I'm so actually honored to have you here. Janisha, thank you so much for being on this podcast and congratulations on all your success. Thank you for, for having me on your show, Anik. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the honor is seriously all mine. I don't even know where to start. So we never do stories on this. I have this whole thing where I'm like against stories on this podcast, but I got to know your story. Tell me a little bit about your background. How, you know, what did you study? How did you fall into the Miss Singapore title? And then from there, how did you start a cafe chain? Like there's got to be a really cool story there. Well, first, I had to support myself through school since I was 14 years old. So my streak of entrepreneurship started from there because I wanted to know how I could leverage my time supporting myself through school uh, in a single hour, how, how I could make more money. So in the, I was working as a yoga instructor, aerobics instructor. So I've kind of put together a pool of instructors and sent them off to various corporate events and functions so that I could make more within an hour. So that's how my entrepreneur streak got started. And then because I didn't have a lot of money, I wasn't born rich, uh, I was often bullied in school. So bullying was a very big theme for me in my life uh, because they, they were mean girls who just pick on girls who didn't have a lot of money, didn't have new clothes or new bags or new phones and new shoes. So it was quite tough. And thank God that I have a group of friends who believed in me and signed me up for Miss Singapore. They said that you have the potential, you have the talent. And I went for it because, you know, I didn't have like really good self-esteem back in those days. And thank God that I have a group of friends who kind of like took me through and guided me. And the best thing was being Miss Singapore, winning it on the first try, being someone who graduated as an occupational therapist, it was mind-blowing, literally life-changing, especially when there are opportunities that I would not have even achieved. I was flown all over the world for events, you know, invited to uh, be the speaker. So that was how Miss Singapore has opened up doors for me and, you know, doing the things that I love to do, especially now. And moving forward, I became an image consultant, but I was trading time for money. And then I said, no, I think that's not what I want to do. So even though I was coaching CEOs, leaders of companies, even politicians in Singapore, but I think the, the purpose for my life is so much greater. I wanted more freedom. So that was why I went into the online space. But the funny thing was because I made so much money, I invested back into a cafe retail chain. I started one and we grew to three countries. We're in Singapore, Malaysia and Indonesia. We had 18 franchisees and licensees. So after four years, we exited to a public listed company owner. And right now I'm doing like what you said, a legacy business, something called Soul Rich Woman. That's amazing. Um, so what made you choose, you talked a lot about why you went, you know, the bullying side of things and why you went into some of the early businesses. Why Soul Rich Women? Like what took you from the cafe, I, cafe that you sold to this now your legacy business? Well, when I was running my cafe retail chain, I was based in Indonesia and I was uh, handling the Indonesia market. So when I was there, I, I wasn't really traveling a lot. So at night I had a lot of time. So I said, what could I do with my time? You know, I said, I'm so bored. <laughs> so I just literally turned on the webcam, having just internet and just taught every single Wednesday I was on a webinar and I was teaching my experiences and sharing my knowledge online 
And that was how I got started, but to zero viewers and zero followers, right? So that was how I built up. I mastered the F word, which was funnels and Facebook ads. And that was when my, my community or network started to grow. So from zero to 10 to 100 to the first thousand. So every single Wednesday at 9 p.m. sharp, I call it Webinar Wednesday. So when I saw your webinar con, I was laughing. I was like, this is fun. Because I called mine Webinar Wednesdays. And yours was like Webinar con. I was like, okay, cool. And that was how I did it. For a single year, I gave value. One and a half hours, two hours webinars. And people who came in didn't buy in the beginning or join me in the beginning, but bought maybe towards, maybe after a few months later because they want to see, are you there for real? So mm. that was how eventually I grew after a single year. And eventually when I exited, I took out my money and then I invested back into Soul Rich Woman. That's amazing. And, and so... What I love, uh, I love entrepreneurial stories that are organic. I call them organic because it's not like you sat down and made a business plan for your webinar Wednesday. You just started talking and started filming. You had no audience, no one, and slowly people found you. Were you using Facebook, YouTube? What platform were you using? Oh, back in those days was Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts. All right. <laughs> awesome. Well, we have so much to unpack. So as you know, I want to build this community of engaged active copywriters, you, you talk about this 200,000 network of just empowered women you've built. Tell me a little bit about this network. Where is, is it 200,000 on Facebook, total, email list? Like, how do you track the number? So it's 200,000 for $12 a month. I found a sweet spot in a membership fee and the value that I gave to allow the people, women in the network uh, to join and onboard. So well, how did I even start it? I wanted a recurring income and of course to serve my customers and I was thinking how can I serve them in a place where they could don't need more information. They just want a step-by-step -step and to guide them along every single month. So that's uh, based on the one, uh, the, the, the concept that I had for, called Webinar Wednesday. So, so from there, I started to look at price points. How can I get a community and get them engaged and then a point where they could pay? Because I travel Southeast Asia and a lot of the women in the community, they don't have a lot of money. They don't make a lot of money. For example, um, in Philippines and in Indonesia, 300 USD a month in Vietnam, you know, so the women over there are not making like 5,000 USD a single month, not most of them, but some of them, right? But uh, so having traveled and on the ground, I realized that to get women started, really need to have a place and price point where they could just join in. So from there on, finding that sweet spot at $12 a month, that number started to grow. And then, of course, we do a lot of Facebook Live and Periscope Live and keep building that momentum of the free content. And then when women wanted more like step-by-step -step and they, we offer two masterclasses every single month. So when they join, they literally get that support within that um, membership area. So it's more of that uh, members in the membership area and it is our database. Okay, I have to admit, I did not know. I did not know that they're paid members. So you have 200,000 people that are paying in your paying. network. That, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so that just completely changes all my series of questions. So I'm going to step back. That's impressive. So, what is your target market? It seems like there's going to be a secret there. You're going, are you going after South Asian women? Is, do you have a defined demographic that you're going after? 
Yeah, I go after Southeast Asia. <laughs> so there are four groups of people that I go after. The first group of people are the B2B people. Uh, B2B business owners, they are looking for a way to brand themselves. They want to bring their businesses from offline to online. They are doing consulting work. Uh, they could be lecturers in university. They could be PMETs. They are looking for ways to go into the online space, but not sure how to do it. And they find that the languaging used from the other side of the world is not suitable for them because they're doing Asia, I mean, Southeast Asian uh, business, right? So they have all these business um, customers. So that's what we are targeting. Uh, second group of people are the B2Cs, so like studio, fitness studio owners, um, and then they are looking for beauty business owners. They are looking for ways to kind of get their brand up and momentum going on building a network. I think I'm a diamond maker, so a lot of them don't really know how to build networks or community. They just want to sell their products. So when we go after their need and to solve the problem of how do you build, even build a network, how do you even develop that system and process to build that network, right? Mm -hmm. And generate leads, right? So it's beyond just running one Facebook ad, right? So that is something that we are solving. The third group of people are what we call the stay-at-home moms. So these stay-at-home moms are moms that they are looking for a way out to bring and develop their passion and business, passion and uh, talent into a business. So sometimes they got really lost buying online courses and things like that. So they wanted to at least have an idea, okay, even if I don't have a business, this is how I get started. So doing a lot of mindset work with these people. The last group of people are what we call the nine to five employees who have a side hustle. They are looking to do a side hustle, but um, everything is, is, is not investment, it's not other things, it's something that's related to their passion. So like they want to start a nail salon, they want to do a retail part of their uh, business, they want to go online, maybe explore, like now you know, Facebook selling is really hot in Asia. So they do a lot of Facebook selling, how, how then do you generate leads from that and how do you capture and how do you grow your brand? So this is what we are doing and these are the four, four people, four types of fishes that we are trying to catch <laughs> and that we have in our network actually. And so it's very interesting. So I'm going to go back. Maybe I don't really <laughs> want to do the copywriting topic for this group. I love what you're doing because I don't think that's mass enough, right? Um, if I want to be able to get 100,000 people into a group paying me or 200,000 paying me even $12 a month, you have to have a pretty big target audience. You have to have a mass audience. Um, so let's explore that. I'm going to try to figure out what I could, you know, what's the target audience I could sell to. Um, right now it's like we target entrepreneurs and that's great, but that doesn't seem targeted enough. I think I've got to get it more niched down. Um, what does your funnel look like? So right now, how does someone join your, is it $12 a month right from the get-go? Do you have something else in front? Is it, Talk to me, like, how does someone, so let's say there's this person right now in Southeast Asia, there's a woman somewhere, she has no idea who you are, how does she come across you and what does the funnel look like that she buys into? So right now, the funnel looks like this, okay? So basically, I have a, a series of Facebook Live videos. Basically, I still do Facebook Live every single week, like every single Monday or Wednesdays, depending mm -hmm. on which day, with my team. And then from there, we have a link, a place there to share with them what are the things that they can get within that $12? And usually people pay because they want to know what's within the community. I think the, the bigger question right now, Anik, is what do you offer within a $12 that is sticky? Because a lot of people offer memberships. But after that, when people join, people drop out, people drop out, people drop out. 
So how then the question is, how do you keep them inside that $12 a month? How do you show them that they are valued? They are buying something that, wow, the $12 like mind blowing beyond the value that you are giving. So my $12 a month is a very low hanging fruit. It's at the bottom of my value ladder. And it's super easy for people to get started. And like I said, you must understand what is the earning power of your current database or the people who want to sign up who is completely new to you. What would you make them say yes to you? So all the Facebook Live that I've done, all the free content within the Facebook group or even on social media, allow them to say yes to me. And that is key. Okay, so basically someone watches your free content and they go to a page where they just, it's like a sales page for a $12 a month program. Nothing in front of it. Do you have upsells behind it? Things that you can use? Because you said you do Facebook ads, but it's really hard to break even on Facebook ads with just $12 a month. Is there other products right behind that? Yes, of course. Uh, from the $12 within, the, within that membership area, there are definitely... Um, products there's for upsells through the value ladder. So we have got the 21 days, how to be more confident. We talk about how to build a personal brand, uh, deeper causes that allow the fish, or we call a customer a fish, right? Um, to mm -hmm. really go in to explore within that, that area itself. So that does help. Sometimes we offer that product not more than $50. And usually the buying rate is quite high because after that, after two videos and two masterclasses every single month, you're asking, okay, what else can I learn and what else can I do, right? But mm. like I said, other than just selling these um, packages, the value given within the two masterclasses, we really need to de over-deliver. And then additional add-ons that, that is you know, spinning around like candy, you have to keep them within the community. Plus, after that, the next step will be, you know, consultation and then they will either purchase a coaching program and go up to the mentorship program as well. We also have uh, other funnels like uh, podcasting and helping women to, you know, really build their business uh, on, in the online space as well. So mm -hmm. they usually go through within the membership area. They are part of us and then they come out to just explore what else we have and then they move up the ladder. I think the most important part is not just about running Facebook ads directly to the $12. It's more of running the ads to the lives and then giving that opt-in, like I said, the free uh, web class or, you know, on the Facebook live, either or, and then they go in. Then after watching it, they usually be upsells at the back, right? So it's a $12 membership program mm. or the, the product that we are selling. So either way, they will still pay. And then once they hop back into the $12, um, they will either purchase the $21 um, product or the $38 product within the $50 range. And then they will just buy different stuff. And then from there, they will just upgrade. No, it makes perfect sense. Okay. So you said something that was really interesting. Um, here, here's something I found interesting about myself. And that is that a lot of marketers from India, a lot of young entrepreneurs in India follow me. I've seen it all the time. If you look at my YouTube, you look at the comments and I've actually never thought about the fact that there could be truly a service offered to them. I could actually target them. I could actually market to them. I don't run any ads in India at all. I and mean, it's a huge market. It's just very similar um, to Southeast Asia. It's, it's a similar type of market, maybe a little bit less um, money to spend, but then again, a bigger market. You said something very interesting. You said you got to make your continuity or your membership sticky. So what you, so far I've heard you say you have two master classes a month, but what is sticky? How do you make something sticky? Explain that. 
Okay, so stickiness means other than two masterclasses, how else are you solving their problems? So you really got to list out the objections and the problems that your fishes are facing. And let's say you have your um, like copywriters from India, right? And then they are, you want to give them a two masterclass on, I don't know, branding and, and copywriting, for example, you know, how mm -hmm. do you do that, right? And then in your stickiness, you're going to give other small pieces, like five to 10 minutes, or even 15 minutes of content that give them some idea, for example, running Facebook ads, running, uh, you know, like how do you build a funnel, give them a converting funnel, like give them free things that helps them after the two masterclasses. Mm. It's, no, it's not just, okay, I'm going to teach you how to do uh, copywriting today and then this is how you do it. You've got to do a converting headline. Then you say, hey dude, you know, now I'm going to give you a, um, you know, you can do 10 headlines for free using my, you know, proven software. And if you're going to put in this headline software, you know, every month this is going to be free. And on top of it, if you're going to be on, in my community for $12 a month, I'm going to give you this landing page, you know, three landing pages every single month for free. And then plus, I'm going to give you this project management tool, um, for example, XX or learn, for example, mm -hmm. uh, web project management tool. And this is going to help you to manage three clients every single month. So imagine uh -huh. that all these little, little things that supplements this $12 a month membership. I mean, or, or your, in, your, in your network or community you know, for this um, Indian copywriters. And by giving this stickiness, or sweets, you literally just want, they will just keep paying for more because yeah. how much does it cost to have a project management tool a month? How much does it, pay, uh, do they need to pay for landing pages? How much mm. do they need to pay for something else? So by giving them that pieces of sweets and mm. keeping them in the community, in that platform will help you to grow and uh, definitely they will want to come back because if you just give them courses honestly youtube is more than enough yeah. you can just google how to do something so it's always that value but what people don't understand by building a network is what is value courses of the courses of the courses is oversaturated and oversold what mm -hmm. other things do they really need brick and you know bread and butter brick and mortar what is it that brick by brick you can help them to succeed. If you can help them to succeed even at $12, imagine when they make the money and they have the money on hand, how much they'll pay you. Yeah. Oh, it's very true. I love that. Um, so tools like and things that, that they can plug into and they'll need to continue using for a long time to come. Uh, so a couple other questions come out and then I want to talk about, so we've talked a little bit about how you get your traffic. You use Facebook ads. You do a lot of organic. So obviously the organic reach drives people into your community. You've talked about how you do the twice a month masterclass. You give them other things, other tools and things that they can really get stuck to, um, the stickiness factor there. Um, what about the technology behind this? Are you using an existing platform? Did you develop this all on your own? What's the technology behind running your membership community site? Oh, my membership, I'm using ClickFunnels. Oh, wow. It's simple, awesome. easy, and straightforward. So you... That's amazing. 200,000 members using just ClickFunnels' basic membership site software Just basic tools. because it, 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 I have tried using many other plugins. It's too complicated. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. So let me ask this. When you have a tool, you have a project management tool, and you're giving someone access to it by being a member of your ClickFunnels community, 
How do you do the, this is a very technical question because I'm just thinking through, how do you give someone access to a tool and make sure they're actually still actively paying? Is that, is that a lot of coding? Did you get a lot of technology done there or am I something so, simple I'm missing? I'm glad that I don't handle all these, but I have another partner running it. Perfect. So there is someone technical who's managing yeah. all that. Okay, I won't be able to do that because that's not my strength. My strength yeah. is in PR and marketing. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So now we've got this community, which is obviously starts to generate revenue, which allows you to pay for more advertising. Talk to me about what did you do to get your first hundred members? Let's go back in time. So you set this up, your community is up and running. How did you get your first hundred members? Wow. The first hundred members were converted from the webinar Wednesdays. Okay. And they were followers already. So it's how you communicate with them why they should take the next step. I think mm -hmm. that's the key question, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that many of you would have followers already on your Facebook page, on your LinkedIn, on your Instagram. Then the question would be, why must I pay you? So that is the question you want to answer. So why do they need to, why do they have to pay me, right? Since I'm already doing um, webinars every single Wednesday. So like I said, sell them their dream, tell them their why, and what's the benefits of really following you at a deeper level, mm -hmm. and what kind of other perks and sweets will you give them to keep them going? Got it. Love it. Okay, so that was your first hundred. When you started your, so a lot of people listening right now, I think they'd love the idea of starting for free, right? Just what would you suggest today? Back then it was Google Hangout. Let's say right now you've got someone sitting who says, I have no audience. I want to start something like this. What platform would you recommend them to go to? Now I will highly recommend do podcasting because okay. for, I mean, maybe your side, but in Asia and Southeast Asia, podcasting is so new, so yeah. new. And my clients have gone into podcasting. I brought them through uh, my program and the membership area. They go into podcasting. Many of them are seeing results. They are getting leads. They're getting inquiries through podcasting. So if you have no followers, tap into a platform that has ready traffic. The problem I see with other social media platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, even though they have huge followers and people on that platform, but if you are not actively using hashtags or certain strategy, you won't be able to get a lot of people to follow you. And it's usually quite dry over there. But what I've seen in just like 30 days, Bam, you know, gone podcasting and then you distribute across like 30 platforms besides the usual ones like iTunes, uh, Google Podcast and Spotify. You go beyond that. You can literally tap on the ready traffic with your, some of the words and keywords that you're using on your podcast show. And that actually gets people to be interested in what you're doing. And of course, within your um, podcast, what we do here. I share a lot of micro podcasting. That means 10 minute podcast, bam, that's it. Nothing more than 10 minutes, hmm. maximum 15, and it works like a charm. Somehow the, the people here in Southeast Asia, we're all very busy and the commute is especially really very short. Like uh, between one place to another is within 10 minutes. So by doing that, it really helps them to garner that followers. So even if you're new, try this method do short micro podcasts that allow you to get to the ears of your consumers or potential customers and you know really use this i do this angel framework okay so a lot of people just blab like what you say Anik, you know you tell stories you tell mm -hmm. stories but what in it in the stories that is the 
what is it they want to teach. So storytelling is important. So we use this part called angel framework in podcasting. So basically you have a theme and then you have a story piece that you talk about, but you need to be really focused. What was that story piece that got you from where you are now to from where you were to where you are now? And then what are the three learnings? What are the things that you learned on that story piece? And then what is the conclusion or call to action that your listeners can take? A lot of podcasters don't really do call to action, right? And that's what we teach our members to really have a call to action within that 10 minutes. And yet it's so powerful because it's really like an ad without selling mm. within that 10 minutes. Right. So when we do that, they get a lot of uh, followers. So you can do that. Use the angel framework. I'm sure it will definitely help you. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. You mentioned something really interesting. So podcasts, I love, I believe in podcasts greatly. As, as a matter of fact, anyone who's just starting a podcast, do a video podcast. So you upload it to YouTube. That's a really good asset you get your hands on. Um, you mentioned something really interesting. You said use the 30 plus platforms. I don't think I'm even using them. What are some of these other platforms? How do you, how do you teach your students to upload these? Is there a particular tool or somewhere I can go to get my podcast indicated more? Oh, so basically you just put it, I just have a page where all the platforms are on and oh, then wow. just use the RSS feed and then just go to the different platforms. And because some, a lot of them is not syndicated, you need to apply. So you just need to go in to apply either with your emails, you need to submit a form. So that's how we get them to do it. It's a bit manual, but yeah. once you get the distribution right, uh, you are already there tapping into different, uh, the, the different platforms. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, really neat. Okay. So basically get the podcast is the, the mechanism right now to start building that audience. Um, what else would you say? So you've got someone in front of you that says, I want to build up, I'm going to get my first 100, 200, 300 subscribers paying me to be a member of my community. We've got podcasts. What else? What would be number two and three? Okay. So podcasting is one thing that I will do. Um, it's easy. Uh, the second one I will say really to work on if you, if you don't like video, but if you have to, then you have, then, then you do Facebook live, right? Mm -hmm. I think videos are great, but it's what in the video, what in the video will you talk about? And how long is the video that is often being asked, right? And for, for you who, who is listening, listening in right now, I mean, like for videos, really look at short content, five to 10 minutes, 20 minutes maximum, really nail it. Because really, if you just go to Google, it's so easy to find something like YouTube, right? So what is the one problem? So three things. Who's, who are you talking to in your mind right now? Like really, like even for me, even for my membership, I look into like B2B, B2C, and I narrow it down specifically whom I'm solving, what kind of problems I'm solving. So that brings me to the second part. What exactly is the one problem that you're solving right now? So think about it. If you see, when you go to the library and you see a book and it says like how to play a guitar in 48 hours, right? versus a book that teaches you or a video that teaches you um, how to play guitar, a Celine Dion song, like my heart will go on in like six hours, for example. Mm -hmm. You'll probably pick up the book that says how to play this particular song within six hours. So when you look into, for example, you, you talk about copywriting. So if you're doing copywriting, what exactly in copywriting you're trying to solve? Is it headline? Is it like the flow? Like, is it long copy or short copy? If you are specific, like it's only meant for copywriters who love short copy for cold traffic. 
that would be powerful yeah. versus, oh, I do copywriting and then, you know, I'm going to teach you this, going to teach you this and this. You probably lose the attention of the fishes you, because yeah. that in itself, they would be confused into what exactly that you are teaching them. So if within that five to 10 minutes, you can tell me it's for cold traffic, it's for short copy, there'll be a headline and this and this, I'll be interested to learn, right? And then the next video will be like specifically what exactly you're trying to solve. Too many videos are solving a very generic problem, like how to do a podcast, for example, it's too generic. For example, how to do um, copywriting for charity events. How do you write and for, do fundraising for charity events? That would, I would be interested. So, so that in itself is what are you trying to solve, right? Maybe fundraising for maybe $100,000. How would you write it? How to get big donors versus small donors like, you know, people who, who pay like uh, $30 or $15 versus someone who would give you $100,000. How would you word it differently? I would be interested in the difference that you are doing. So that in itself, if you can really specifically look into solving these needs in your content, that would definitely help you to build people who are willing to pay you for your advice because it's proven that you know your stuff. Don't go generic anymore because online market is very saturated right now. And the more specific problem you can solve, the chances of conversion is going to be way much higher. Yeah, much more targeted audience as well. It's funny you mentioned the word specific. I say this again and again in my copy training and when I'm working with my marketing team is get specific, always be specific. The more, and the word is actually specificity, which my team, if you, if you came into the office and said specificity, my whole team would go, ah, because they hear it all the time. It's written on their, um, everyone's cubicles. It's written on their on a big piece of paper. It's written specificity. So I love that you said that. And one of the things I've seen on YouTube, I've seen a lot of the channels that are growing the fastest is because the creator of the channel picks one topic and then all of their videos are very specific. Like, you know, um, it, it, exactly like you said, I have a person who did a copywriting channel and she's awesome. She's, it's grown leaps and bounds, but she'll literally write how to write an email for a charity, you know? And it's going to just sit there and get views forever because not many people are writing that, but now she's getting really targeted people listening to her. Uh, love that advice. So really content syndication seems to be your go-to for anyone who's just starting. What, at what point do you start paid ads? Is that, you know, is there a certain number of members? Like if you're coaching one of your students, is there a certain number of members and then the paid ads start? No, because uh, like I said, when I transited from offline to online from an image consultant, running consultancy, teaching politicians and CEOs and, and leaders, when I transited, I learned Facebook ads. That, okay. that was my go-to way to build uh, you know, leads and get, get clients. I mean, without ads, I think, I think organic is great, but I think paid ads are even better. <laughs> It's easier. I agree with you. I'm, I'm a, it's easier. You can control it. So for your paid ads, do you send the traffic directly to a sales page with a 12 month, $12 a month offer, or do you take them to an opt-in page? Where does usually, the landing page Usually a free web class or a Facebook live. 
I usually do that. And because women, you see, Anik, my, my, my target market is women and women right. in Asia, right? Yeah. There's the, the skepticism, the women, you know, women to women kind of thing. You need to build trust. Mm. So really, I work my ass off building trust. I spend a lot of energy and money building the trust. And when you can do that, the core market so I usually run three campaigns, right? Or maybe two. I always have that awareness campaigns running in the background. Mm -hmm. And then I will have that, that um, um, brand campaigns. And then I will have that conversion campaigns. So I will have three layers, right? Running at the same time. Mm -hmm. You see, if you don't build that trust, they see you one time and then you sell them something, they'll be like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to buy from you. But if they've seen you enough times and they'll probably explore and be watching you, watching you for some time, studying you, and then when they see the ad again, they will usually buy. So mm. that's what I've discovered after running Soul Rich Woman for the last five years. Um, I think it really blew my mind the way I see even running my ads and the way, you know, even though I'm an influencer myself, but you know what? People have this distrust towards influencers as well like what exactly you, you're gonna sell me more things so all these things in the online space we need to solve and really running that awareness and then giving that um, opportunity to them to get to know like and trust you is super important yeah oh i i love that um so your traffic goes directly to like an opt-in page basically to opt in for your wednesday series is that correct uh yes Okay. Um, wow. How many people do you get on now? I mean, now you must be getting tons of people on you. Do you still do your we uh, webinar Wednesdays? Is that still happening? Okay. So I don't really do that much anymore. I okay. run a lot more automated web classes okay. like yourself. I mean, I, I want to take myself off the live series and I only do it as and when needed. Mm -hmm. So I run a lot more traffic to the web class now. Okay. Got it. So basically your traffic goes to a web class that you put on where you teach, and then at the end of that web class, is that what you're selling? It's the $12 a month yes, community? Yes, that's right. Okay, wow, that's, you must have a ridiculous conversion rate. It's gotta be huge for something so so simple. That, that's, but like I said, it's not just because it's one ad, right? You really need to run your awareness and other parts of it to really mm -hmm. let people see more, and then you have to target them and retarget them. So yeah. it's always that multiple layers that's running in the background. Yeah. So no, it's not a direct one-off, people will convert, they always want to be nurtured. Yeah. How much are you spending right now on, on ads per month in any given month? About well, 20,000, 10 to 20,000. Wow. That's, I mean, compared to the fact that you have 200,000 people paying you, you know, $12 a month, that's, that's nothing. It's a joke. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and, you, and you stick to your target market. So you stick to like Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia. Those are the countries that you target. Philippines, Vietnam, Thailand. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Very cool. All right. So mine Cambodia as well. That's, I mean, that's, and those are big markets and advertising is not expensive in them. That's the other thing you get <laughs> to take. You get to that's capture. That's why when you say 20,000 20, versus the money they're them receiving is of course, because the market here is huge, right? Yeah. Huge. Yeah, yeah. You just need to know how to tap into these markets. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. So right now you're teaching your community podcasting. What are some of the other key programs that you have that you found are really effective and impactful for your community? Oh, so I think branding is the first thing everybody must go through. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they need to learn um, how to get the messaging right and then funnels. 
Mm. That, that's another one. That's another piece that a lot of ladies hate it because it's very technical. <laughs> but it's something that when they master it, they can do a lot more than that. And then of course, podcasting is another one. And then last but not least, which a lot of Asian women don't like to embark on is videos. Mm. It's not okay. popular. Really, it's not popular. <laughs> sure. Um, I would think, yeah, because women have to make sure they get all their makeup and everything on. You know? they do. Yeah. <laughs> no, the last five years, we, we did ask, uh, last five years, I pushed a lot of live streaming for my community and network. Mm. A lot of them resisted. I think also because COVID didn't happen yet, right? Mm. <laughs> but after COVID, I mean, now that this whole situation, pandemic has happened, they now move into live streaming. They do more of that. But there's still, you know, at the back of their minds, if they have an opportunity not to do it, they will not do it. Mm. No, that makes sense. Wow. Uh, I don't know what else to ask. It's been really power, really, really empowering. Like it's, I, I didn't even know coming into it. I thought we we're going to say, oh, you have a Facebook group with 200,000 people. And it didn't realize um, that you have that many paid members. And, and that I think the key, if I'm summarizing to what it is, is A, get your audience down, right? So have an audience you can really connect to, not just a generic audience, but like you said, get specific so that you have that connection to, or B, I should say, just have an amazing offer. So what are you offering them for that $12 a month price point that you tested and found to be a sweet spot? That'll just make them stay. They don't want to go anywhere. And that way you can go after the masses. And now you've got this huge audience of people that when you release paid programs to for higher ticket, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 300 bucks, even thousands, they're going to rush to it because they have all these great results from what you're teaching. And then marketing becomes really simple. Just drive everybody into this community and just keep growing the community. Uh, really powerful stuff. Uh, Janisha, people are going to want to follow you. They're going to want to learn more from you. Where can they go? Please give us URLs, podcasts, and I don't know. <laughs> give us anything you can that people can use to follow you. Okay, so first and foremost, if you enjoyed today's episode, do connect me uh, with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Janisha Alora, G-E-N-E-C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A. And I will have a free gift for you, Secrets of Personal Branding, as well as how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list uh, to your assistants so that you can make money online. And that will be available at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N, Com. And if you'd like to follow me on my podcast for women who love the F word, all you need to know is to go to shor.by forward slash F word. That's awesome. I love that. When I caught the F word thing I read, I'll leave this for everybody. If you, It's not what you think it is. Go Google it. Look it up. Because when I first heard her say it, I was like, ooh, F word. But I looked it up. Very creative usage of it. Um, I absolutely loved having you on, Janisha. Thank you so much for being here. Congratulations again on all of your amazing success. Can't wait to continue to see everything you're doing. You gave me tons of ideas today, and I am truly ready to go out and put them into action. Um, so for everyone watching right now, you've got the URLs. Go to onicpodcast.com. They'll be in the descriptions as well. And make sure you follow Janisha and everything she's doing. Become a part of her community. Learn from her because she's doing some brilliant things. So with that said, everybody, as I always say, when life pushes you, stand straight, smile, and push it the heck back. Make sure you leave us a comment below. Click subscribe. Click the bell icon. Click the thumbs up icon. And say something nice. Janisha got up very early to film this, by the way, and I really appreciate her for that. She got up super early to be able to make it to, to this filming, and she's taking time away from her life, her business, to empower us and teach us. So make sure you leave her a great comment below. With that said, this is Ani Singh All signing off. Until next time, fighting entrepreneurs, keep fighting for your dreams. 
Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singal.